Well, mate, we've made it to recording the podcast intro of the Friday podcast, which effectively means we're done for the week. Why are you talking slowly? Are you trying to wind no. me up? What do you mean? Because <laughs> you do that sometimes. <laughs> when you know I've had a, a full-on week, it's been great, but you and I are just hankering. There's a cold beer in the fridge that's 20 feet away, and sometimes you're like, we'll just take our time here. Where would you rather be here? Uh, I would rather be in the next office, feet up, having a look over beautiful Marucci Boulevard as the sun sets with you, cold Larry. With me? Yeah. Oh, but I've got to stay in the studio till the end of the show, Matt. It is, I suppose, the end of the show. You're close. (laughs) You're close. If we go off air, we need. I've got a stick. I've got a stick in the next room. You can hit the play button. (laughs) Stuff needs to happen. A great uh, show. This one, some koala gear. Oh, that'll make sense when you listen to it. Do you think? In the scheme of good yes. jokes, making a pun out of the word koala and turning it into koality is like the lowest brow humour there is. No, I don't think it is. Oh, I think it's oh, – how would you look at it? You look at it in terms of – it's kind of like a Toyota camera. It's dependable. It's not – nothing. It's depe- it's nothing. You don't want a joke that's dependable. It's nothing amazing, okay, but it's certainly not crap. I reckon that's probably a good slogan for our show. You'd take that. <laughs> now, it is a bit of fun. Quality stories. Uh, what's in the jar? Yes. It'll have you racking your brain. Yes. And also, your Friday favourites, Feck Up Fridays and Magic Mark, the entertainment reporter who is 72 years old. So enjoy. So, you're in the digital age, eh? Too cool for the radio. So you've downloaded this. You've actually chosen to listen. Sorry in advance. But here goes... Ellie and Bex. What's in your jar? We really want to know. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what it is in just a sec, but if you could get that ready again, because I'm pretty sure after we say jar, yeah. Houthi, our audio producer, has put a fart in. He has. Okay, can we, can we hear that again? Okay. So after jar. What's in your jar. All right, I'm good now. He knows the tone of our show well. Yeah, five four five double one nine one nine. We essentially know that a stack of parents have got a whole heap of school holidays ahead of them, uh, so you need stuff and all the help CFM can give you to have those itineraries fixed. Exactly. Kids, you've done a great year homeschooling, not homeschooling, etc. So we wanted to keep it nice and easy. Everyone can play this for next level high ropes. A family pass that's over at the plaza. It's at the street side market. It's amazing. Five four five double one nine one nine. You just got to tell us what's in our jar. Yeah. Got a big jar here. A what's in our jar. Would you like me to rattle? I'd love you to rattle. Here we go. I'll bring the what's in your jar. <laughs> All right. Should Don't we just take someone jar. straight off the bat? Oh, I think we should. First person to guess what's in the jar, 545-11919, wins that family pass. No, you are live on the radio. Who have we got here? Oh, hi. Um, I was wondering if we could get a what's in the jar. What's in the jar? Okay, what do you, yeah. What do you, what do you think what do you it is? Think? Um, I'm going to have a guess. Mm. It's always good. Is it dice? Dice? Well, that's actually not a bad guess. That is a great when you guess. think about it, that could be dice. It could be. Sorry, it's not, though, unfortunately. unfortunately. Yeah, not correct. All right, we'll go to one more and then I'll issue a clue and we'll go out to the break. What do you reckon? All right, sounds good. Hello, is this Nathan? It is. How are you? Good, Good, bud. Legend, are you heading home to Gimpy? Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah. God's yeah. country for Fair the enough. weekend. Fair enough. Uh, all right, what's in the jar? Well, I was going to say dice, so now I'll just say a, I don't know, it's not a coin, we'll say a nut, I don't know. Some nuts? As in like a nut yeah. and bolt? 
Oh, no, yeah. No, in like the macadamia nut or something. Yeah, there you go. Oh, very Isn't specific. That interesting that my mind went to the tool over the food. I, I'm just glad you didn't go to the other sort. Yeah, okay. If I'm cool. honest. Nathan, unfortunately, it is not a nun of any variety. I don't know what you put in your jars. Great gear, Nate. Five four five double one nine one nine. Here's one clue for you folks to get every everyone sort of a little bit kickstarted. There are two things in the jar. So two items in the jar, okay? And they you typically use these things at least in pairs. You do. We'll go to Jess in Burnside. Jess, what do you think it is? Hi. Hello. Look, I'm thinking metal. I'm thinking bolts. 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 Yeah, we've had a few nuts and we, bolts. Yeah, and... we did have a nut guess. Yeah, unfortunately not, Jess. Oh, Sorry. Got to keep running. Adam in Bly Bly, champion. Oh, what do you think it is? Is it a padlock and a key? Ooh. Padlock and a key. I tell you what, it's a glass jar, so I'm not shaking a padlock around in there. I'll give you the hot tip. Yeah, true. Well, but I reckon on. what you do have in there could break the glass as well, to yeah, be honest. I'm being very Yeah, gentle. don't shake that too hard. Yeah, unfortunately not, Adam. Uh, can we go oh, okay. to Leah? I'll give you uh, clue number two, Leah, to put with there are two things. Dispose of thoughtfully. Okay. So we're thinking that it is earrings. Earrings? You would have to dispose of them thoughtfully because they you might would, prick they someone prick in the you. rubbish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like a can opener. Yeah, not earrings, unfortunately. Aluminium. Unfortunately. Aluminium. No. Sorry. All right. Well, five four five double one nine one nine. One more clue to get people going. Ooh. Clue number three, one point five V. What could that be? Anthony, what do you think it is? Um, I was thinking it's like a couple of bottle tops that you squeezed in half and put in the bottle. Oh, very He's really specific. thought that through, hasn't he? Yeah, because that you're right. I feel like an open bottle top and a squeezed bottle top would sound different. Mm. Now, yeah. I want to just ask where the clue 1.5V would fit into that. Um, well, I'm sure you can get a, a few jugs of beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you add a B on and it's a 1.5 jugs of yeah, VB. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, so. Anthony, I've, I've appreciated our time together, but you, you, your answer's incorrect. Sorry. Oh, sorry, Anthony. <laughs> I right. like you, though. That's all right. Oh, you had a crack. That's all that matters. We'll go to Maddie and Alex. Maddie, uh, what do you think's in the jar? Uh, double A batteries, mate. <gasps> now, you did I just, say. I just, sorry, I just. Before, how many? Because you've got to be specific on how many. One. I missed the first clue that said that they come in pairs. Oh, so are you saying are one pair? Well, look. Or are you saying one battery? <laughs> it could be taken either way. Well, we need a definitive <laughs> answer on that one. Happy to give it to you if you, get go, it, if you get it right. I'll go a pair of batteries, a pair of AA batteries. One He's more shake, please, Jar Master. Spot on. Yeah, yeah. Matt, you've just won yourself some next level high ropes passes. Awesome. Hopefully I can get across without screaming like Heidi. Yeah, I reckon you can. <laughs> That's a good one. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Uh, Chains, would you say that I'm someone that uh, lives or dies on the approval of other people? Oh, mate. Yes, 100%. That uh, when I make a joke, it means the world if people laugh. Oh, yes. You yeah. just you light up like a kid at Christmas when someone laughs at your joke. Yeah, and when they don't? When they don't, you will think about it for two days straight <laughs> and you won't sleep. Why didn't they like it? How could I have done it better? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, it's true in all works, walks of life. Um, this morning, went downstairs, uh, got a new doctor, new GP, mine's away. Mm-hmm. Got to say, love this bloke. Old bloke, clearly uh, was a specialist and is now, you know, just chipping and putting around the GP world, 
in, either in retirement or post-retirement. Fantastic. Really enjoyed because he's just straight down the line. We had honest conversations and everything was fine. What but was I, wrong with you? I was trying. Just kidding. Just yeah, kidding. I can go you don't it. need to give you medical You know history. me, I will share it. Um, <laughs> I was trying to sort of break the ice and trying to be the funny guy. Oh, here we go. And this Which doctor. Is, again, how you live and breathe. Old school, male doctor. He just wasn't having any of it. Yeah. And there was one point <laughs> where I, I made a gag. Which wasn't so much a gag as just sort of something, you know, a moment of brevity. It wasn't me trying to full-on laugh. It's an off-the-cuff comment. And uh, this is how it went down. <laughs> so he's sitting opposite me. And we were talking about my blood pressure and the fact that it's good now because mm-hmm. I don't mind sharing with the audience. Not so long ago, it was ridiculously high. Mm-hmm. Okay? And he said something along the lines of, so, yeah, your, your blood pressure used to be, you know, 160 over 110 and now it's 130 over 80 or something like that. Yeah, it's 160. That's a, that's a huge number. And I said, yeah, I'm a bit of an overachiever. Oh, was that the joke? And, it, and, and I looked over at him and be like, hey, hey, hey. And he just looked at me. He looked down at his paper. And then I don't reckon he spoke for 90 seconds. 90 of the most awkward seconds in my life. Could you or could you not hear a cricket in the background? Oh, God. <laughs> a tumbleweed stopped halfway. I went, mate, that was stupid. That was maybe, useless. Maybe he just knew that you weren't indeed an overachiever. <laughs> you know, like it's he like, was like, mm. "Sir, I've seen you with your shirt off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can see right you're, through this. You're an overeater, maybe. Oh. <laughs> not, not an overachiever." <laughs> Ellie and Bex. Forget stars, gossip, and hype. We've got false teeth, flatulence, and Mike, seventy-two years young, and live from wherever he's calling. Give it up, give it up. for Magic Mike. <laughs> Good job. That's when you know he's on a good run. This is my dad, ladies and gentlemen. And he really, at the start of the year, wanted a spot on the show. So we said, if you're going to do it as a 72-year-old man, you need to get your head around pop culture. Yeah. Uh, We're young and hip at this radio station. Yes. Last week, uh, you brought to us the wonderful world of inflatable girlfriends, I think, at one stage. Not quite Uh, an entertainment scoop. Well, that was the week that we. I think that was the middle of the last month. Was the inflatable girlfriend? Oh, okay. Um, he's got a, he's got a fact, spreadsheet. Uh, well, you know, last last week we were talking about Bernard uh, Tomic. Tomic, and the of adult course, website. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But what have you got? Fans. But, but having said about the inflatable girlfriends, um, when I started researching that, it was it's fascinating, and and I found lots more because. Uh, um, okay, okay. It's, it's not a bad idea. Is that, oh. Okay. oh, wow. Okay, you're married to my mother for like a million years. Uh, what are you talking about today? Well, um, last month, uh, middle last month, I introduced uh, Masayuki Ozaki from Tokyo, yes. and he was married with one child, and he had a life-size doll called Mayu. And anyway, I thought, yeah, that's interesting. I wonder who else has got that. So what I found was um, I went through different countries. In Kazakhstan, there's a guy who's a bodybuilder, and his name is Yuri Tolo. Yeah. To Lochko. Anyway. We, we spoke about this gentleman uh, earlier in the week, but a lot of people listening now wouldn't have heard it. What's special <laughs> yeah. about Yuri? Well, he's got a sex doll called Margot. Oh, well, well, okay. Wouldn't, wouldn't kids call, kids we, are we still in the car. That. We won't call it that. <laughs> kids are still Just in cars. Just an imaginary but, friend. We'll an imaginary but, but But hang on. They got married in a proper marriage and people were there and yeah. and, 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 and um, uh, un- unpronounceable second name, first name Yuri was, he had a black, bo- black uh, you know, bow tie, a black tux and he was seen planting a kiss on Margot and Margot was a bit stiff actually, but she had a quite, <laughs> well, she's a dummy, you know. <laughs> she, she had a revealing white gown and she cut some oh, flowers. Oh, come on. Come and, on. And, and, and no kidding, and they had a romantic first dance. There were dozens of, of guests. 
Oh. And, and you wouldn't believe it, would you? Hey, and, Magic, um, I just got to ask you a question. Yeah. When this yes, came up sir. earlier in the week, Ellie did say to me, she said, would you go to that wedding? Yeah, if it was your family member. If your son, Magic, yeah, your if son I said that you, I'm sitting across from you, right now. Lisa and I have split up and I've found love with, uh, uh, um, uh, with uh, you know, something that's manufactured. <laughs> uh, would you come to the wedding? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I said. Any because excuse for a wedding. Weddings are the best thing ever. Oh, yeah, you get pissed. Oh, <laughs> get loose. No, no, but, but seriously, look, I mean, uh, I'd probably prefer if you didn't marry a dummy. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, if you wanted to and, you know, you found a little spot there that you Great. liked, and um, th- 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 that's okay. Can I, mean, I ask you, know, you one other thing before we let mean? you go? <laughs> what would mum's reaction be? Um, oh, my God. If I decided, because, oh. of course, you guys love my wife. That's one thing. Yeah, yeah she's, she's hard to uh, but yeah. the other thing is, if 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 I'd have called mum and I I've called mum and I've just said, mum, Lisa and I are splitsville because myself and and um, and and a rubberized mistress, uh, we're 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 in love. Uh, what what does she say to you when she gets off the phone? Oh, uh, she would she would send a text message straight away to the Pope. You know, there'd be no <laughs> there'd be no mucking around, mate. It would What's go, saying? Pray it, for him. Yeah. No, I'd be saying, come, you know, what the fuck? Oh, what the fuck? All right. Magic, thank you for your entertainment scoops, as always, yes. my friend. You've really got your finger on the pulse. And you've really got to start listening to our show during the week. I want to bring you a story that has made my day. Which, on a Friday, I'm already in a good mood. Oh, we were just discussing the fact that, particularly because it's the end of the year and our Christmas party is tomorrow, everyone's just chilled that little bit more. Yeah, it's a loose Big Boss vibe. Rod was the loosest unit and he's usually, uh, you know, quite by the book. Yeah, yeah, um, it's a good time. It's a good time loose of Loose unit in the office this afternoon. But if maybe you haven't had a good day today, then you're about to be cheered up with this story. Yes. Uh, I want to take you to Adelaide for a second. Oh, God. Can't get back, though. The border's closed, am I right? No one's ever said that before. I want to cheer you up, take you to Adelaide. <laughs> a family in Adelaide. We're going to Pentridge in Victoria. Okay, yes, family. Carry I don't on. know where Pentridge is. Sorry about Melbourne. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so they've come home to find that nestled away in their Christmas tree is a koala. Oh, cute. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking. If you don't know your stuff, if you're not one of the great staff, say, at a zoo, mm. You probably think, oh, it's so cute, like I just said. Mm. But bear in mind, these things are vicious. They can be. And often so disease-ridden as well. Oh. They, have, they carry particular diseases that... Oh. Um, yeah, mm. they do. They yeah. do. Um, yeah, I probably, if a koala was in my tree, I'd, if my first instinct would be going to pat it. Yeah, don't. Yeah, not, a, not, not a, yeah, if it's well, a, particularly if it's wild, like the ones you would see that you would get, like when we were kids, the equivalent of of Ozu is kind of like lone pine in Brisbane, lone pine, mm-hmm. and it's a sanctuary, and you get photos with them. But these ones, it's like the sharks we swam with the other day; they're domesticated yeah, by yeah. virtue of how much contact they have yep. with human beings. Well, the family, the Adelaide family, called the koala rescue hotline yeah. to get yeah. people to come rescue it, and listen to the audio of the koala being removed from the tree. <laughs> Sounds like someone's dragging one of my mum's dining tables across the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know koalas made that noise. They're feral. Well, I don't not have feral, of, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't have a lot of experience with it. I mean, cute. That's that's the mm. cutest thing ever. A koala in your Christmas tree. What more of an Australian Christmas could you get than that? Yes. But on the, on the whole, I actually don't think I've ever seen a koala in the wild before. So you know what's going to happen mm. uh, in this situation? I think for these people in Adelaide, they're going to be at Christmas lunch in the weeks to come. 
and they're still going to be dining out on this story. Oh, yeah. And you wouldn't believe it. We and came home from getting a pie floater and, you know, organising our electricity because it's finally got here. And, uh, and there was a, a koala in our tree. <laughs> Don't be rude to Adelaide. But what's a pie floater? It's the pie thing that they have with uh, okay. like peas and stuff. Oh, cool. It's an Adelaide thing. Cool. All right. Well, we digress. Like I said, I haven't had a lot of experience with koalas in my yes. life. So no. I'd like to know, 545 Yes. if you have, do you have a koala story? Now, it doesn't need to be that you are necessarily in that field. You just may have seen someone, uh, seen a koala in a random spot. Yeah, maybe it got in your car. That'd That's very random. Maybe it drove your car. Maybe it was under your bed. Keep going. Maybe um, it made your bed. And, okay. and you were like, oh, thanks, that's quality work No, quality's my gear, mate. Get your own. <laughs> 545 We're just on the lookout for any stories that involve a koala. I, I think, you know what, I'm going to be honest, I don't think we'll get any, so I'm going to have to put a prize on this. <laughs> All right? 50 bucks to spend at the uh, Kiwana Surf Outlet, our wonderful co-sponsors of this show. Absolute superstars they are. $50 to spend there for the best koala story. Any sort of story, a koala just has to feature once. At the koala surf outlet or the koala surf outlet? Hey, Get out. Hey, Surfing Get out. koalas, what an, what an image. Get. <laughs> Hello, that'll, Donna. That'll do. Welcome to the show. I apologise about my co-host. Um, do you have a koala story for us or what we call a koality story? Yeah, um, when I was younger, we used to live west of Ipswich at Amberley and we had three big gum trees out in front of our place. Heard a weird noise, went outside, checked it out. It was a little squeaky noise. It was a baby koala had been thrown out of the tree by its mother because it was sick, we find out. It fit in the palm of your hand, little black nose, pink body, no fur. <gasps> oh, cute. Oh, that is a... So we what, went, what happened? Went to, went to Lone Pine to see if we could... This is way back before Aussie Zoo. Uh, went down to Lone Pine Deer Sanctuary and um, they said they had... Uh, koala said that it could probably take it, but it turns out it was much older than we thought it was. It was just, uh, I think it was about three months old. We thought it was maybe a couple of weeks old, um, but they're the size of a pea when they're born. And um, we, turned, we had him for a week and then he passed away. Oh, bless. All right, But it was the best experience ever. I, it would be. I so glad, hold a baby so, so glad you got to spend some quality time with oh, him. Um, <laughs> what an easy pregnancy for a koala if the baby's only the size of a pea. Well, I think everything, yeah, everything else is reduced in size as well. You realise that it's not like a oh. human having a. You realise oh. it's not a not a seventy kilo six foot <laughs> koala. Walk. You know what? I just got to say, you know, she's got three degrees. Uh, and and I, I, anyhow. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. This radio station is one big pot of gold. It's time for Pick Up Fridays. To be sure, to be sure. <laughs> it's funny you bring up the number because <laughs> this week, as part of the highlights package of everything we stuffed up, I remember absolutely butchering that number that I usually pump out yeah. like a metronome. Yeah, well, we say it, what, 20 times a day? At least. You'd think we'd know it by five, now. 545 Oh, look at you having to prove you can do it yeah, because the you stuff wait. you're about to hear yeah, yeah. goes against that. Three, two, one, uh, what went wrong with the Christmas party? Are you talking to me? We yeah. are, Lee. <laughs> Ellie and Bex here. Uh, Chains, more callers to this show this week than on any other... Co- uh, blah, 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 blah. Go again. It's Ellie and Bex here. Chains, more callers to the... Sh- this is all good. More callers to the what? Mm. To your mum. I am not a 
carton of Meadow Lee. Stop trying to butter me up. Ah, that's margarine. But anyhow. Damn it. <laughs> you know what? You look better now than Stop you did on it. day one. Stop it. I am not. Uh, I can't believe it's not butter. That one didn't work as well. What's a butter brand, just quickly? I told you, Western Star. Oh, okay. We're, I'm not Western Star. Lurpak, if you want to be fancy. Oh, that's what my dad gets. Stop it. It's because he's rich. <sighs> However, 545919. God, five four five double one nine one nine. Write that down. Just add a couple of numbers there. Still <laughs> right. Yeah, guess the rest. <laughs> Give us a call. Five four five double one eight. What? Whoa! What? Whoa, man! This is happening to you a lot this I week. I know, right? Eight isn't even in the number I know, at it's all. Near it. Where did that come from? Oh, that's atrocious. Which five, I'm going to try. Five double one nine one nine. Six four seven. Thanks, mate. We'll go to Rick in Twin Waters because Rick was so keen. He called before it's we started. Nick. <laughs> I take these glasses off. Hello, Nick. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you, Rick? You good? That's good. <laughs> I am having a man. You just called Rick. I am having a man. Oh, that's all right. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, <laughs> doing it uh, for Sunco Motors. Their plate clearance is now and across all brands. That was on now. Some, oh, of, your, some of your best work. Thanks, bud. Look, your job is to talk and you butcher it occasionally. You used to do me a favour. Grab that pen to the left here. Just write that down. Uh, three fifty uh, on Wednesday. Uh, that's going to be for Fick Up Fridays. Thanks, Bud. I will. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Uh, that was a piano concerto. Concerto. <laughs> I was going to say sonata. What's uh, the difference? I, I, clearly, we don't have any yeah. difference. In an operatic style, if you know the title and artist of that song, then that prize is all yours. So. <clears throat> I like how you waited for them to respond then. <laughs> I was just wondering, you know, I'm letting it sink in. If you're going to go for a biscuit, get yourself a milk arrowroot. Root. Oh, God. No, that was hard. Um, three, that's, to be th- fair, that's a sorry, hard one mate, to say. 351 milk arrow, arrow root. Arrow root. Okay. Lots good. of uh, mouth movement in that one. Um, what? <laughs> mouth movement. Oh, come on, I got that right. <laughs> and I'll never get it wrong again. Arrow root. Arrow root. Arrow root. Anyhow. Ellie and Bex. If you've been on social media at all in the last mm. week, you will have noticed every man and his dog posting their Spotify wrapped lists. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people getting a little bit, you know, knickers in a knot over oh, this I one. Oh, I know. So many memes. And, and I've got to be honest, just chill out. Yeah. After the year everyone's had, if someone wants to toot their own horn or share a bit of music, you, you know, and, and it's not just because we're in radio, but to me, like, music's the lifeblood of a lot of stuff. So yeah, just, it's a bit of fun. I don't I, really care. I did like the Australian Federal Police, though. They tweeted, yeah. no one cares about your Spotify playlists. This isn't illegal. Just no one cares. Great. Good gear by them. Yeah, great gear. But it has been a bit of fun. Uh, Australia-wide, the most streamed artist was... Of course. Number two worldwide, that track. Yeah. As in the only thing that beat it was Blinding Lights. Yeah, right. Uh, by The Weeknd. Yeah, The Weeknd was the other one of the most spot, uh, most streamed. And also Juice World, R.I.P. Yeah. Rockstar, that was huge as well. Yeah. There were some big tracks around. And uh, Tones and I netting out of Spotify alone somewhere to the tune of 10 to 12 Australian million dollars. Really? Yeah. That's huge because I heard the stat like, if an artist gets streamed a million times, that's only 200 pounds or something. That they no, get. I think it was like 10,000 times. She's had gazillions. Yeah, yeah that's huge. Good on her. Um, so, Bex, let's do what the internet's getting enraged about oh, and good. share our Spotify most wrapped of 2020. I'm not sure I want to, <laughs> okay, because 
And you'll find out in a minute. Okay, I'll save it till last. Oh, good. Oh, good. All right. Mine's not that exciting. Um, Eminem's Mockingbird yeah. came in my top five because, you, as you know, you like um, about three times a week I drive home from work and I try and rap every word of Eminem's Mockingbird flawlessly. And if I stuff up one sentence or one word, I have to do it again. Yeah, must be doing it again a lot. It's a really fun life I lead, I tell you what. <laughs> Thundermentals. Still single. <laughs> Thundermentals. Two of my top Which five. track? Uh, brother, the Triple J. You can say Triple J. People are aware that it oh, exists, Oh, okay, mate. Triple J. You just don't, say, just don't say it three times okay. like you just did. Okay, Triple X. Um, no. Oh, that's a different thing. Uh, <laughs> I miss you by the time of Okay, my top song of 2020 yes. is the oldest song around. Um, bit of Ed Sheeran, one of his first tracks. Oh. oh, I love this. Yes, this is a banger. Off Plus, I believe. Is it yep, off Plus? Yep, 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 yep. That Orange album. Yep. It, Absolute I love it because cracker, every time, he shows his skills in this one yes, something fierce. He wrote this song about the music industry knocking him back and he was like, you know what, you need me, I don't need you. Boom. He showed them. And so he every actually time says in that, I won't stop till my name's in light state. You know? Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, yeah, really inspirational that one. If you want to listen to the, I'm, I'm down with that. But mate, your top five's yes. inspirational as well. Uh, uh, look, there's a mix. There's a, you know, a bit of Arctic Monkeys in there. Uh, Drake gets a run uh, in my top five. Oh, Tootsie so Slide. Young yeah, it gets a run because for me it was basically it was rock. So the Foo Fighters got in there as well. Yeah, um, you know even the older stuff as well. Things like Motorhead that the kids probably won't be aware of. But here's the weird one yeah. for me: <laughs> Hand on Heart on My Dog's Life. Mm-hmm. The song that was number one that in the little slideshow that Spotify did for me apparently saved my year. Yeah, I've never heard it in my entire life. I find this hard to believe. Because obviously Honestly, the rest of your list's accurate, right? No, but I mean, I, I live in a music world. You know, we've been working in this I business know. for a long time. I have no idea who this chick, hashtag no filter, is the name of the song, Lenny Meister. She looks like some sort of adult film actress. <laughs> well, as, as a good friend, I've taken the courtesy of looking up this song. Yeah. We don't have it in our system. Uh, so I've looked it up. This is how it goes. So it's in a different I've language. I've never even heard that to before. To start with, the film clip is her pumping iron in a small leotard. And then here's the chorus. I mean, I don't know why we don't play it because it's a banger. And it's very Bex-like, very similar to the Foo it Fighters. It doesn't make and sense. Ones, as if they, well, do you know what makes sense? I think listening to it, maybe not. But when I saw the film clip of her in her little aerobics gear, oh, pumping some iron. Mate, seriously, there are other things. Talking ways. about no filter. I thought, yep, sounds about right. Got to be honest, I'll be watching it. Okay. I bet <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM.